Welcome to the Wondering Away podcast, where we talk all things Disney vacations. My name is Amanda, and I'm affiliated with Never Grow Up Vacations, an authorized Disney vacation planner. We'd love to help you plan your vacation. We create an itinerary based on you and your family, and we help you make your vacation more magical and less stressful. For more information, send an email to amandaw at nevergrowupvacations.com. You can also check out nevergrowupvacations.com for more information and visit us at Your Daily Dose of the Magic on Facebook and Instagram, as well as Never Grow Up Vacations on YouTube. Now, let's start wandering away. Hey, everybody, and welcome back to another episode of the Wondering Away podcast. I have a special guest with me today. Would you like to introduce yourself to the lovely, magical listeners? Hi, everybody. I'm John. I'm uh, Amanda's hubby. Yes, this is the hubby who we talked about in our previous episode with just starting up planning the honeymoon things. We're about a month out now, right? Just about? just about yep just about yeah so getting closer super excited our magic mail came our magic bands so we are excited to be going back to walt disney world and my replacement wedding ring came in too so yay that's another that's another episode (laughs) the lost wedding ring so what is one thing you are looking most forward to on the honeymoon um going to epcot again and walking through the many worlds of Epcot, the many countries. I love doing that. Yes, we love Epcot. Um, we're actually going to go to Epcot twice during our trip. Because you can't quite get everywhere I want. So fitting. <laughs> yeah, so with um, Flower and Garden Festival being during our time, um, we're going to do two days of Epcot and then Animal Kingdom because John has never been to Animal Kingdom. Nope. So that'll be really exciting for him to see that. I've been to a zoo before. So. Yes, technically Animal Kingdom is a zoo, but this should be really fun. Um, it's a magical zoo. It's a magical zoo. Yes, the most magical zoo on the planet. So we thought we'd talk a little bit about our honeymoon plans, not like go into the nitty gritty, but just kind of give a brief overview of what we're doing. So when we go on our honeymoon, we'll be doing um, every other day at the park. We're only going to be doing three days at the parks. So the day we get there, we're just going to relax. The next day is going to be our first Epcot day. The day after we're going to relax. The day after that'll be another Epcot day and then another chill day and then Animal Kingdom then one chill day again, and then we leave. So, And those days in between are most likely going to be going to Disney Springs just about every day. Probably at Disney Springs or looking at the other resorts or just hanging by the pool because we don't usually get to do that when we go. We're usually go, go, go on our trips. So and we get sick. And we get, sick. <laughs> we get run down. So having some breather time is definitely important during your trip. So you're not going go, go, go all the time. Definitely have a rest day or two in there. Yeah. So you have a day you can actually sleep in. Yes. Yeah. Don't like you don't want to spend your whole trip getting up early every day to make rope drop. Definitely make sure you have some breathing room in there 
The other thing was we were originally torn between Epcot and Hollywood Studios because we still haven't done Star Wars. So hopefully next trip we will get to do Star Wars because it looks like Hollywood Studios is booked out for a while. So with park reservations, keep that in mind. Hollywood Studios probably goes first because of Star Wars Rise of the Resistance. So that being said, let's go ahead and talk about our food plans because we have park plans. So of course, got to have dining reservations in there too. So we're super excited to be going to all of these restaurants. Um, John has never been to any of these restaurants before except um, the one at Coronado Springs that I'm going to bring up. I have been to that restaurant as well as the restaurant we're going to in Epcot. The other two I have not been to either. So this is going to be very exciting. So we thought we'd take a look. We're going to take a look at the menus. We're not going to go over everything on them, but we're just going to take a look and see what kind of sticks out to us and let you know what restaurants we're going to. You ready? He shook his head no. Yes, I'm ready. <laughs> All right, here we go. So the first place we're going is Tepon Edo, which is the restaurant in Japan in Epcot. It is the um, part of its hibachi, part of its not. So that'll be where we're going. We're actually gonna go with a friend of ours for lunch that day. So that should be really interesting. Um, I already looked at the menu and I saw one of the things that John really likes is on there as an appetizer, so. I already know he's going to be getting that. Yep. So they have several different appetizers, of course. A lot of them are traditional appetizers you would find at a Japanese restaurant. So, you know, like miso soup, certain kinds of sushi rolls, so like California rolls, um, shrimp tempura. Um, also, spicy calamari. <laughs> that's the one he likes is spicy calamari. I like calamari. I never tried spicy, though. Yeah, so... um. They also have um, miso soup and edamame, which is a popular little appetizer. Edamame is soybean pods. They're pretty good. Um, and from, from the Caribbean, so it's a volcano roll. Yep, they got a volcano roll. And they have something called wafu ribs, which actually sounds interesting. It's pork ribs marinated with honey, soy, pineapple, and garlic. That sounds interesting. Not sure. Um, when I went to Tepan Edo, years ago we just did hibachi we didn't get any appetizers so we did the hibachi and we just got whatever came with that so um as we scroll down entrees are also very similar to a japanese restaurant like with the meats and all that um so they call them they call the dishes by their technical names but of course disney's great with telling you what the food is especially like in star wars um in galaxy's edge if you go the food menu, you might look at the name and be like, what is that? They tell you what it is. So they of course have steak and shrimp. They have just shrimp by itself. They've got scallops. They've got beef teriyaki. Oh, they have cold water. Oh, steak good. and chicken, cold water. <laughs> yes, cold water, because that's important. Um, steak and chicken, um, steak, of course, lots of steak, salmon, chicken and vegetables too so they have a just a vegetable version if you're not interested in having meat there so that's awesome mm. they also have little add-ons you can add on to your dish so say you get just the steak you can get some shrimp added on or you could add on filet mignon or some lobster 
or some different kinds of vegetables. So you have options for things you can add on. You're not necessarily stuck to just the main dish. And then of course, my favorite part of any meal is dessert. <laughs> Love me some dessert. They have a lot of, they have moose cake. So they have a couple different flavors of moose cake. And then of course they have ice cream. They have a vanilla green tea swirl ice cream. That actually sounds interesting. Mm -hmm. And then the drink menu. <laughs> um, I, I like Disney. They have a variety of, they have a great variety of drinks, I feel like. So they have drinks for everybody. So I was looking at some of the drinks they have and it's like, I don't know which one because there's so many i am happy they have hana awaka sparkling um sake it is really good i used to always when i go to epcot um i used to buy a bottle of it and bring it home with me because mm. <laughs> it's really good um so mojito. yes yeah so disney i feel like at a lot of their restaurants they have some type of mojito so they may not have the traditional mojito but they have a variation of it depending on where you are so if you love mojitos most of the time every restaurant has one or they have um a variation of a margarita or there are certain drinks you'll see at all the different restaurants it's just they might be varied based where specifically you are so yeah that's teponetto kind of just in a nutshell um definitely uh we know john going for the calamari possibly Hopefully, even though it's spicy if it's breaded um i believe it is let's go back here it says grilled eco steak tossed with garlic chili sauce so it's up in the air if it's spreaded or not it is a mystery and we will find out it says grilled so yeah we'll have to see but yeah, there's definitely a lot of different options here. I mean, there's lots of different, like, steak options. So it's like, what kind of steak do you want? I don't know. We'll find out when we get there. Yeah, so Teponetto. I love the atmosphere of Teponetto. It's really nice. Um, and yeah, I would say probably in Epcot, Japan's probably my favorite country in Epcot. I like um, that. And uh, I like the whole UK atmosphere. Mm -hmm. Oh, because the bar. Because of the bar, yeah. But, uh, Rose and Crown. <laughs> yeah, but then uh, other than that, Japan and uh, China were really, really awesome in my walkthrough. Germany wasn't too bad. Um, but, yeah. Definitely Japan's, I feel like, probably. The, it had the more unique uh, atmosphere and structure, I think. Yeah, so fun fact, we both, well... I like anime. Um, John's like more manga. into manga. So I like the Japan read. Japan holds a special place in our hearts. <laughs> Mainly because so, I like the read. She likes yeah. to watch. So. Mm -hmm. All right. So the next restaurant we're planning to go to is the Boathouse. And that is in Disney Springs. So I originally actually had a reservation at, um, at Paddlefish. But... Um, the internet spoke and the internet gave feedback about um, checking out Boathouse. So we're going to check out Boathouse. Um, Boathouse should be really cool. I also love the location of Boathouse and I like that they have the, um, I'm going to call them immersible. They're like, they're like cars, but they're boats and you can drive them into the water. Like it, that's where like the dock is for that. So you can see people, you should see John's face right now. He's like, what? Um, can they can drive it into the water. Yeah. It's, oh, that place. yeah. 
It's oh. right. It's right there. It's across from my favorite coffee place in the world, Joffrey's. I thought it was. <laughs> never mind. Yeah. So. I thought you actually ate on a boat. Well, kind of. So, yeah, I'm excited to check out Boathouse, and it's conveniently across from Joffrey's. <laughs> conveniently, right? Conveniently. So. Not a, not across the street from a Star Wars store or anything, or Lego, no, Joffrey's. Lego's is nearby, too. You can take a Which stroll over to Lego. I am going to try and buy something there. Yeah, John likes Legos, so. And Star Wars. And Ghostbusters. <laughs> and Ghostbusters, but we're not going to be able to find Ghostbusters stuff at Disney. Yeah, uh, No, wait, no, that was Cherry Hill. <laughs> All right, so. We're taking a look at the Boathouse menu here. I feel like the Boathouse has a lot of options. Mm-hmm. They are, they do have a lot of seafood, of course, because of the type of restaurant it is, but they do have a lot of options for appetizers. So they have all different, they have like lobster and shrimp and, oh, look, they have calamari. <laughs> is it breaded? It doesn't say. It's really odd it doesn't say that. Oh, yeah, I don't actually, I don't know if they actually even say that on the other menus either. The regular... I don't think, yeah, I don't think in general they say it. I think it is. It's just common knowledge i guess usually it is made with made breaded um what else we have we have oysters we have crab we have clams they have a lot of different appetizers here then of course they have soups and salads um and then for entrees they have a lot of entrees (laughs) um i was looking through i'm like there are a lot of different entrees to choose from you've got you, know, you got turkey breast, you got barbecue chicken, you got lobster, they have burgers, they have shrimp and grits, they have a clam bake, they have swordfish. Oh my goodness. I might be getting sword. I love swordfish. It's just so hard to get swordfish anymore. Oh like years ago, when we used to go to Olive Garden a lot, they had swordfish as an entree at Olive Garden, so I would always get swordfish. So when I see swordfish on a menu somewhere, I usually jump on getting the swordfish. They have salmon too, um, shrimp, tuna, cod, pulled pork, filet mignon, um, fish tacos, crab cake. They have a lobster pasta, lobster roll. They they have a lot of different things. So if you are looking for a variety of food, Boathouse is a good option. There's lots of different things to eat. There's literally something for everybody here because you have burgers, you have fish, you have steak, you have chicken, you have turkey, you have mm. everything. So there's something for everyone. Uh-huh. Um, for side dishes, of course, you know, they have fries, sweet potatoes, veggies, all kinds of things. And then we come to dessert again. <laughs> they have key lime pie in a mason jar. That's interesting. They have lemon sorbet. They have a macadamia turtle pie, cheesesteak, root beer float. They have a bunch of different things. So, dessert. <laughs> and then drinks. They don't have as many drinks as Tepan Edo had, but they have a good variety of drinks. Mm-hmm. I like their uh, desserts, though. The, yeah, the desserts Ooh, look really oh, good. I haven't had a root beer float in so long. Yeah, they have they have a root beer float as a dessert. There you go. I think I know what I'm gonna get. <laughs> so that is Boathouse. Definitely they have a lot of variety. The next place we're going is we're going to the Edison. So 
Um, we have friends in Florida and they couldn't come up for our wedding because we canceled our part two of our oh, wedding celebration. Oh. Um, two of my friends, they were in my wedding party, but they couldn't come to the first wedding because we had a downsize and we canceled the second part. So yeah. some of us are going to get together. Everyone will be vaccinated at that point. So that's awesome. Oh, oh. Um, we're going to get together and go out to the Edison. So that should be interesting. Oh, yeah. Um, so for the Edison, they they don't have as much stuff as like Boathouse or Teppan Edo does, uh -huh. but what they have is interesting. They have some interesting stuff here. So like for example, they have candied bacon as an appetizer. Okay, that that's awesome. Candy What's bacon. Candied bacon? Candy bacon is so good. Is it bacon oh my gosh. With sugar on it? It's yeah, it's kind of bacon. It's bacon with caramelized sugar on it. Oh. Essentially. It's so really good. It's basically cavities and death. <laughs> At work they made candy bacon one time and oh it's Oh, good. Um, so they have French fries, and they have calamari. Like every restaurant oh. has calamari. Um, then they have salad, and then for entrees, they have kind of like pub food type entrees. They have like fish and chips. They have short rib. They have salmon. They have um, plant based burger. They've um, grilled cheese. They have prime rib, and then they have their signature dish called the Edison, which is um. Sirloin, short rib, and brisket topped with white cheddar, crispy onions, smoked bacon, house-made pickles, lettuce, tomatoes, special sauce, and hand-cut fries. Mm. Oh. <laughs> That's their specials, the Edison. And then side dishes, they have mashed potatoes, french fries, and a vegetable. And then for dessert, they only have three desserts, which is fine. You're in Disney Springs, so there's tons of places you could go if you yeah, wanted to yeah. get a dessert, like the bakery or the candy shop or anything like that. Um, they have yeah, a lollipop no. tree, which is actually, it's, it's it's cake pops. Um, a Spumoni Bomba. That actually sounds interesting. And then triple chocolate voltage cake. Ooh. They have a lot of drinks here. <laughs> they yeah they have a oh they have a lot of different drinks here they have drinks called like they have a drink called the edison and they have one called the tesla that's fun the time turner the green electron i, I think i see where they're going with this the electric mule they yeah they have a lot of uh, <laughs> a lot of electric themed drinks yeah. <laughs> that's really cool though i like that um yeah that should be fun um edison's got like a steampunky type That's vibe to it up. so i'm excited for that That's messed up. The edison up. has a tesla he screwed over tesla <laughs> wow wow edison's still making money off tesla <laughs> that's a that's another discussion for another podcast but um yeah they have a lot of different things here to pick from so that's good and yeah it's fun. it's a steampunky themed yeah it's themed like Is a that... 1920s power plant yeah, it's not steampunky. It's eh, themed after the, Edison. From what I heard, the vibe is kind of like that. But yeah, all right. And then the final restaurant for now, Aww. because I hope and I secretly hope I can maybe snag a rest, snag a reservation last minute at Topolino's at Disney's Riviera. But I know that's going to be really hard because that's one of the character dining things. So I don't, I don't know. She I hope, keep trying though. She's we'll also see. thinking maybe I'll propose to her again. <laughs> Yes, he proposed to me at, um, on the beach of the Polynesian in February of 2019. Oh, so cute. <laughs> um, so the last restaurant 
This one's kind of out of left field for people, probably. It's Rick's Sports Bar and Grill, which is at Disney's Coronado Springs Resort. I know people listening are going, why Rick's? So the reason for Rick's is because on our trip when we got engaged, we went, we we decided, hey, why don't we go here? Because I wanted to show John Coronado Springs because it's my favorite resort. And I wanted to be able to show it to him and, you know, eat something there. So I'd never been to Rick's. I'm like, why don't we try Rick's? So we did. And we liked it. It was good. Yep. They brought a champagne. It was so nice. <laughs> but Rick's had pickles that they that they pickled. They had pickled Rick's. They had pickled Rick's. So, yeah, we went and we were going to Rick's Sports Bar and Grill just for a date night because we went last trip and we yeah. like it and it's, it's nice tradition. and it has a nice yeah and it has a nice it's got a it's a nice, it's, a nice vibe. Vibe. it's got a sports bar vibe but it's it's kind of classy and it's also because it's in Coronado and it's chill yeah they yeah. did have good nachos well, i think we got the yes nachos last we did time. get the nachos last time they're very good i highly recommend the, the, only thing the only thing that stunk about it is that i was coming down on a cold it was like it was going downhill from there so um i don't even think i slept that night so yeah, um, Rick's Sports Bar and Grill, they have a lot of different options, you know, for um, appetizers and things like that. It's like a pub or a bar type, grill type food. So, you know, they got like mozzarella sticks, pretzels and queso, guac and chips, um, you know, nachos, wings, shrimp. Ooh, I like the watchos. Watchos, um, for reference, are waffle fries loaded with queso, bacon, and scallions. Ooh, I like that more than the nachos. Um, and of course, they have soup and salad. And then for entrees, you know, fish and chips, burgers, grilled cheese, um, chicken, a group, a grouper sandwich. Basically, most of the stuff that you'd yeah. find in a sports bar, but a little more classier. Yes, and then of course for side dishes, they have why are they have waffle fries. They like waffle fries, sweet potato fries, veggies, and salad. And for dessert, um, sundae, cake, pie, and sorbet. And then, of course, they have several drinks because it is a bar and grill. So they have a lot of different drinks to pick from from there. So, yeah, that is what we're doing food-wise. And we kind of gave you a little overview of what we're doing kind of like on a daily basis. So, like you know, park day on, park day off, park day on, park day off, et cetera. So yeah, remember, build in time to relax and chill out. So we have one more thing that we're going to talk about on this episode. We're going to talk about this fun little thing I started putting together just to help get things together for our trip, which I definitely recommend. I'm calling it the Disney box. Essentially, it's whenever we get things that we're going to take with on the trip, like, you know, little odds and ends, not like the heavy duty stuff, like the clothes and all that. Um, we put it in the box so that we have it all in one spot. And when it does come time to pack, we can just go ahead and pack everything up and we're not forgetting anything. Mm -hmm. Um, if you follow me on Instagram at I am Wild Spice, I actually have a couple reels up there about what to pack in your Disney park bag. Um, I'm also Wild Spice on TikTok. So I also have those up there as well. Um, one of them got over 5,000 views, which I was like amazed because <laughs> I'm still new to TikTok. So definitely check it out. And if you want to see anything like that, or if you have any questions about anything specifically, like where we got it from or anything, let me know. So real quick, I'm just going to dig into the box and just 
talk about things we have. So of course the number one most important thing is magic bands. Mm -hmm. So we just got our magic bands recently. Disney does have the app now um, where you can, um, if you have like an Apple watch or something like that, you can put the app on there and just tap that. But the magic band is helpful. So you have another way in case you forget your Apple watch in your room or you forget your phone or something like that, you still can get into the park. So Magic bands, still a good staple to have on your trip. The next thing, the next thing I have in the box are collapsible water bottles that I got on Amazon. Mm -hmm. So water bottles are very important at Disney, especially because it's Florida. It's hot. You need to stay hydrated. You're walking usually several miles a day. Mm -hmm. So you want to stay hydrated. Otherwise, the next day you're going to wake up and be achy. So the collapsible water bottles are good because they are very small and can be packed because they're compact, but then you can pull them out to full size, fill them up with water, drink throughout the day. When you're all done, just collapse them back down to their smaller size and you are good to go. Also, the particular water bottles we got, um, the money goes towards like, um, like a military family actually created them. So the money kind of goes toward military and things like that. So it was a good cause. yeah, it was a good cause. So it was like, yeah, let's jump on this class of water bottles. The other thing we have in the box is lots and lots of masks because you still got to wear a face mask. I did get a pouch just to put our mask in. So they're all in one spot and we have enough so we can rotate. So we're not using the same mask every day because you don't want to do that. Most likely we're going to be wearing our fancier masks, like the cloth masks to the to the resort, not resorts, to the parks, and then the disposable ones where we go to like Disney Springs, we go to or we go to one of the other resorts to walk around. I was thinking maybe we just wear like the disposables that way we can kind of save the bigger ones for the bigger days. Yes, the next thing we have in our box are ponchos. Why are ponchos important, John? Oh my God, how aren't they? How aren't they important? Oh, ponchos. Um, it rain, Florida. It rains every day, just about every day. I've never been to Florida yet where it was beautiful. Don't get me wrong; it's beautiful, but I've never been to Florida yet where it did not rain one day. Yeah. So what he means by every day is that you might get like a random rain shower and then it's sunny again. So not like, not, we're not talking like it rains every single day. It's just, you might get a rain shower and then you're fine for the rest of the day, or you may get a random thunderstorm and then you're fine for the rest of the day. You got this poncho out, you put the poncho on, it's pouring out. And then five minutes later, it's not pouring anymore. Now you got a wet poncho and where are you going to put it? Yeah, so these ponchos, um, the review said they're really good for that. So you can mm-hmm. just fold them right back up. Yeah. They also have a pouch you can stick them back in. So you can just stick them back in the pouch, put them in your bag. They're not going to get everything wet. Yeah. So that's, that's important. Really, because you're criticizing our <laughs> um, Next thing, I found this in the store, and I thought this was helpful. It's called Oopsie Poopsie. What? It is toilet spray. Because... <laughs> Wherever you go, well, this is mainly for your hotel room. I don't know if people carry it around when they're actually in the parks and go to the bathroom, but I bought it because it never hurts to have it. Are you saying something? No, I'm not saying anything. No, so we have this because you never know. And I feel like after you go to the bathroom anyway, you might want to, you might just, like, I guess to, I don't know. I feel like when you, after like going to the bathroom and you use like this kind of spray, it kind of refreshes things, if that makes any sense. So 
It doesn't hurt to have, especially in your room because you're in your resort room. It's not like mm -hmm. you're in your house and everything's spread out. So mm -hmm. that's helpful. The other thing is disinfectant wipes. Mm -hmm. Um, very important now because of COVID and everything, and just in general with um, preventing spread of germs and everything like that. Disinfectant wipes are helpful. It's like if you go to sit down, you can like wipe something again or, you know, wipe your hands or wipe your phones because your phones carry a lot of germs. So yeah. wipe your phones off. Disinfectant wipes are great. Another thing, in Florida, it is very sunny and warm. Sunscreen. So mm -hmm. I bought um, Coppertone. It's um, SPF 50, but they're like travel size. I got a pack of two on Amazon. So these go right in the backpack. So we'll have them throughout the day. We can reapply because you're definitely going to reapply, especially if you're walking around the parks and you're oh. out in the sun. Another thing I got is mouthwash because just in case you forget your toothbrush, you have some kind of backup. And just mouthwash is good to have anyway. Get oh. rid of the germs. Travel toothbrushes is another thing in the box because, of course, you got to brush your teeth while you're traveling. So travel size are good so you don't have to lug your full-size toothbrush with you. And face sunscreen as well, because the copper tone is just the spray. You don't really want to spray spray on your face. Mm -hmm. So you also want to have sunscreen just for your face. Also, other things you want to put into your Disney park bag, your Disney ears. Because, mm -hmm. you know, you might want to be, you know, glam up on Instagram, get some photos, bring your Mickey ears, pack mm -hmm. them. Um, you also want to make sure you have the my disney experience app on your phone so you can check your reservations you have a spare room key on there because you can actually tap your phone to the room door and get into your room um you can start check-in before you arrive to the resort so you can tell them you're getting there and then your room could be ready when you arrive um and also it has your park tickets and just what your plans are so my disney experience app is very great to have on your phone and in your person so that you have a stress-free experience while you are at Disney. Yeah. So yeah, that's just some of the stuff we have in the Disney box. Um, it's going to be adding. It's probably we'll probably add, continue to add things to it. As the last couple of weeks tick by. Yeah, because as we get closer to our trip, we might go through the list and be like, oh, we don't have this. We should probably get it. Oh, that was the other thing I actually just thought of. Um, bricks. Or portable chargers, as some of us call and them. Chargers. We did get, um, I got a pack of two on Amazon for about 20 bucks. Um, they can actually charge multiple devices. And when you charge it up, they last about three or four charges. So it's really awesome. Those are really good to have, especially if you're out in the parks all day and you're using just your phone for pictures or you're recording on your phone or, you know, you're living the influencer life and recording Instagram reels and all that stuff. Like you want to be able to charge your phone. Um, Cause I've seen, sometimes I've seen guests looking for outlets and when they find one, they're just sitting holed up by an outlet you charging their phone. Like, dad with the stroller <laughs> sitting by the outlet. Charging the phone. Charging while mom and mom's babies going on all the rides. Yeah. So just chilling. Oh. portable charger is good to have as well. Portable charger is a new cigarette spot. Also hats. So no, you want to make fine. sure you have a hat so you don't burn and also to protect you from the sun. Well, it's always good to also wear a hat so that um, you will probably be sweating. So you have something kind of soaking up the sweat in a sense with the hat. And to um, 
it's always nice to have a hat that you can probably put everything inside the hat when you go on a ride and just hold on to the hat. Like put your wallet and stuff in, inside the hat and then close the hat and hold the hat. And then this is an idea. And then one other thing, um, we don't have it yet. We have to get it. It's just like snacks. So a lot of people, um, some people, depending where they're staying at or how long they're staying, they might go food shopping when they get down to Orlando yeah, and really put food in their room. Um, depending where they are, they can. Like, that's totally fine. It depends on the person. Like, some people like to make sandwiches and take them into the park with them. Totally fine. That's you also do if you. you're renting a car, too, you can do that. If you're not renting a car, it's going to probably be a little expensive to get an Uber there, an Uber back. All that kind of stuff. But when we we went to Florida the first time together, we had a uh, we had a little house we rented, and uh, Ricky had a car he rented, right? Ricky's one of our friends. Yeah, yeah Ricky and, had rented a car, and we went to we were going to Target at least once or twice. We went to twice into when we were there, get beer, get drinks, stuff like that, just stuff to have. Yeah. So, um, with um with never grow up vacations we do have a driver that you can utilize when you come to florida the driver does make a stop at the um they can make a stop at the grocery shop for you so if you do want to go that route and you know go grocery shopping that's totally fine um but snacks are good to have in your bag like if you're in a long line or something and you you want something to eat and you don't know how long you're going to be in line, like having like a kind bar, for example, or like a pack of crackers or something like that. Just a little something little like that just to carry on your person is always good to have anyway. Like your as my mom calls it, your emergency snack. <laughs> well, we also have a lucky charm we always take on the plane with us and that's about a can of Pringles. That's yeah, my mom's emergency snack whenever we travel is a stack of Pringles. So it's also a good luck charm too. Yes. Like yeah. So have some kind of snack in your bag. You don't have to take like your all your snacks in your bag for the day, but like at least have like a bar or two on you. It's super helpful. So I that usually you're not take in a my tough spot when you're big starving. cheese board and my wine, and that's my <laughs> emergency snack. I just cut some cheese, drink some wine, you know, wax plot politics and you know poetry and philosophy with other people's, you know, the three P's. Yeah, and we're going to be there during a Flower and Garden with all the different stands and everything. You excited uh, for that? How are you? I'm very, very much my walnuts. Are you, are you excited for that? Yes, I'm actually really excited. Yeah, so that should be really, that should be really fun. Um, we were kind of looking at some of the stuff the booths have. There are a lot of booths and there's a lot of stuff. So it's going to be hard to decide. How do you do that when you go to the, the booths, though? Do you, can you just... Like, take the mask off, drink, and then put the mask back on? That is a great question. So, currently at Disney, you can you can take your mask off if you're stationary and eating or drinking. So, you can't be moving. You have to be still. What if you're vaccinated? You still cannot take your mask off unless you're standing stationary, eating and drinking. But what if you're vaccinated? I got this vaccine. You still have to do that even though you're vaccinated because there are people who are not vaccinated as of yet. Um, also, yeah, also with masks, um, starting this month, actually, Disney has it now. You can take your mask off for outdoor photos, but again, you have to be stationary. So you can't be running around the park with your mask off taking photos. Can't do that. You have to have your mask off. No, and that's Sorry. that's the other thing with... um. The characters um with the meet and greets they're distanced so like you could take a photo with say goofy but goofy will be on the lawn behind you uh, like so they're not really up close with you yet um 
And I have had some people say they want to go back to Disney. They just want to wait until they're back to where they can have an actual meet and greet and not have to stand far away like that. And it's like, I totally understand. If you want to do that, that's fine. That's cool. But if you want to get back there and like get into the magic and everything, then now's a good time to go. It's um because the parks aren't at full capacity. They're still limited. And um, you're getting a different experience. So, yeah. Mm -hmm. Well, that is it for this episode of the Wondering Away podcast. Thank you all so much for listening. And thanks to my my co-pilot here. Thank you for having me. Yeah. Um, We will be back, I guess, to talk about the honeymoon. Maybe we'll do a little, like, a report or something. Trip report. Do I, have keep, do I have to keep notes now? Does he have to keep notes? No, he doesn't have to keep notes. But we'll recoup and talk to y'all about our honeymoon experience and what it was like going to Disney during all of this. So, yeah. Thanks again for listening, everyone. And talk to you soon. Bye. Bye. And that's all I have for this episode of the Wondering Away podcast. If there's any topics you'd love to hear discussed on a future episode, definitely let me know and I will be happy to record an episode about it. If you have any questions, comments, anything like that, you can definitely reach out and I'd love to hear from you. Thank you so much again for listening and have an amazing day and week.